This week I released an interview with Tammy Rosen, uh, HR thought leader, and that's episode 482. If you haven't already looked at it or listened to it, check it out. It's, a, it's an awesome episode. And Tammy discussed about the importance of continuous learning and how that helps us adapt as leaders. So I wanted to use the Ask Dennis episode to dive deeper into that topic of how to continue your learning journey as a leader. So let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Welcome to the Ask Dennis episode. This is a freestyle episode where I'm asked a question by our listeners or I share my thoughts, experiences and insights from working with many leaders around the globe. Now in the dynamic landscape of business and leadership, if you continue to learn, it's not only just a nice thing to do, but it's also essential for your personal and professional growth. Now, as a leader, staying ahead of the curve and adapting to new challenges is really important and critical to effectively guide your team and your organization towards success. Now, whether you're a seasoned executive or a rising leader, there's some valuable thoughts and strategies to continue your learning journey and maintaining a competitive edge in your leadership role. Now, I ask a lot of people this question when I'm doing workshops or coaching or speaking, and I go to them, what can you do to continue to develop yourself as a leader? Well, I'm going to share some some of those strategies and thoughts, as I said, with you. And the first one I want to go through with you is embrace a growth mindset. Now, the first step to actually being what I call a lifelong learner is adopting a growth mindset. That's the mindset of belief that your abilities and intelligence can be developed through dedication and hard work. Now, if you can embrace a growth mindset, you're also going to view challenges and failures as not challenges and failures, but as opportunities for you to learn and improve rather than being some roadblocks to success. Now, the approach is really trying to help encourage you to take on some new challenges, seek feedback, and constantly strive to expand those skills that you have and your capabilities and your knowledge. If I was you, I'm I'm going to actually really encourage you to put your hand up for opportunities. For some of you, you're probably holding back right now and you're not putting your hand up for opportunities, whether it be a project, a new job, an initiative. Go on. I'm going to challenge you here. Put your hand up because you are going to grow from actually doing that. And if you have the right mindset, the growth mindset, you're going to do very well. Hey, number two is set some clear learning goals, right? So we talk about setting goals, but what about around learning? So if you can set some clear and goals that you can
work on around learning, then it's really going to help you focus and give you direction around where you should be focusing. Now, I always talk about that if you, whatever gets focused, gets done. And so if you could set some clear goals around learning, that'd be actually quite cool. Now, one thing you should do is currently reflect on your current skills and identify areas where you can enhance your leadership abilities. Now, do you want to improve your communication skills, as an example, or learn about the latest industry trends, or even just to develop your emotional intelligence, your EQ? One way to decide what kind of role, or one way to do it actually is to decide what kind of role you're wanting to do. And what do I mean by that is, if you know where you're going, in other words, the kind of level of role you're wanting to do, or the size of the role, or the type of role, or you might be wanting to go off and do something else, like a business or some other thing that you might want to focus on. Based on the reflection I talked about before, about where you are and your current skills, then what you should do is then work out where you are today, where you want to go in the future, and then of course you're probably going to have some gaps. And so what are those gaps around your skills, your capabilities, and things like that? What do you need to do to close those gaps? What's the action plan for you to do that? Number three is read widely and stay informed. Now, that's an interesting thing that I've just said there, read widely. What do I mean? Well, it's not just the newspapers, not just what's on social media. There's so much more out there. There's white papers, there's articles. Even though I said it's reading, but also I would actually think about audiobooks, right? Because that's listening, but it's still a book. The other thing would too be a podcast. Even though it's listening, I think it's still going to be important for you to do. The most important thing here for you to do is to make sure that you're actually well-informed about various topics, about what's happening in the industry, to stay ahead of that curve. And if you can do all that reading, books, articles, and industry publications, then it's really going to help you gain insights and some important perspectives. I remember a leader of, our, of mine and, and I, we both used to go and read three books on a certain topic, but then what we noticed was we were starting to talk about these different topics. Now, people were saying to us, wow, you're, you're a guru around that topic. No, I'm not. I read three books. In fact, I didn't even read the books. I read the executive summaries. Now, if you don't know what an executive summary is, then you want to check that out and Google it. An executive summary is where they take a 300-page book and they summarize it into eight pages and give you the nuggets. So then if you don't actually have time, you're time poor, you can read through that kind of information pretty quickly. Now, there might be some related topics that you're wanting to, to read around industries or around certain areas. Like, I would suggest that you might want to think about psychology and communication and innovation and leadership might be some topics you might want to think about. Why? Because they'll give you a bit of a view and an understanding around the business world but also a little bit around human behavior. And I have people always say to me, well, what do you think about leadership? I said, well, leadership would be great. The only problem is we have to deal with people. Life would be so much simpler without people. So would leadership. But of course, we're always going to be surrounded by people. Number four is attend workshops, seminars, and conferences. Now, I don't mean join the coffee club. There are a lot of people out there who tend to go to a lot of these events because they love the sausage roll, the coffee, the tea, and they go there to network and be quite clubby with people, if I can put it that way. You've got to have an intent. You've got to understand that you need to attend, but you also need to engage in these workshops, these seminars, and conferences. It's a great way to network. 
but it's also a great way for you to share experiences, but also learn from the experts and your peers in the room as well. Now, the events, they offer valuable opportunities for those skill development and exposure to emerging trends, maybe, because you may have an industry or thought leader on a certain topic telling you what's going on around the world. Now, if you can look for these events, that's really quite cool. But if you think about what I said before around understanding what skills you might need to develop, if you think about that and you can look at events around those topics, then it'd be ideal for you to go. Why? Because you go to these events to network, understand trends, but also help develop your skill set. And so you're sort of doing two things there but at the same time. Number five is seek mentors and coaching. Yep, you know, this is me. This is the, the favorite part of my, of my episode. No, but it's an important part. Mentors and coaches play a pivotal role in your journey as a leader, but also in that growth journey. And they can provide some invaluable guidance and constructive feedback and share their experiences to help navigate challenges effectively. Now, you can look for mentors within your organization, within the industry that you're in, or outside the industry, and also other professional networks. Networks whereby people may have already achieved success in the area that you aspire to excel in. Now, I would choose wisely, is right? And the other thing you could do is you could hire a professional coach who can offer you more of a personalized support, maybe more of a tailor-made kind of strategy for your development and where you're wanting to go. Number six is embrace online learning. We're living in this digital age that has made education so more accessible than it was ever before. So we used to be, have to go to face-to-face meetings and how often was I going to travel from one side of the world to the other side? But now, in the comfort of my office or the comfort of my lounge, I can watch different trainings and I can watch different events. I can go to some online training and I can actually play it at double the speed or one and a half times the speed and get through it real quick. So the beautiful thing is if you can take advantage of online learning platforms that will then help you with a whole range of courses that you can attend, webinars and tutorials, and it could be on leadership, management, and a whole lot of other different business-related kind of topics. But once again, the online learning is there to allow you to learn at your own pace. It provides flexibility. So then, even though you may use an excuse, because some of you do, and the excuse is, hey, I don't actually have time. Well, the beautiful thing about online learning is that you can use the time that you may have some available in your busy schedule that you can actually place in there so then you can do some continuous education. Number seven, and this is the last one, is really around fostering a learning culture within your team or organization. Because it's quite important for us to create that learning within our team and our organization, creating that kind of environment. And I would encourage you to encourage your team members to pursue professional development opportunities. In other words, they also put in a hand up for different initiatives, projects, and opportunities, but they also go off to do different seminars and webinars and conferences. Because you see, if you can have a learning-focused kind of culture, not only is it going to help develop the skills within your team, but it's also going to allow you to empower people to be the best that they can be. And in the long run, 
they're more than likely to be going to be quite employ, uh, loyal employees to the organization. And I'm not saying, I'm not promising that they will be, but you know what? If they know that you care, they're going to go the extra mile. So in this dynamic and ever-changing world of leadership, continuous learning is the key to making sure that we have ongoing success. If you can embrace that growth mindset and set some clear learning goals and then diversify your sources of knowledge by staying ahead of the curve, if you can engage in workshops or look out for mentors and coaches and leverage those online training or programs, and then you can foster that kind of learning culture within your team in your organization, then it's going to put you in a very good position for the future. Because remember, as a leader, your commitment to ongoing education not only enhances your capabilities, but also helps the growth and innovation within your own organization. So embrace that learning journey, but do it with energy, passion, and enthusiasm. And then your leadership skills will continue to grow, flourish, and positively impact your team and the organization. Listeners, well, that's it for this episode. It's always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for joining me on the Leadership is Changing podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 